0: Hello, welcome to the Rivers Advent Podcast series for another day and another week. It's Monday the 7th of December. We're looking forward to Christmas together, getting to know people from our church congregation. And today I'm interviewing Laurel Rackley. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Cool, so hi Laurel, how are you going?
1: Hi Tim, it's great to be here. Yeah,
0: thanks so much um, for coming along for the interview, it's great. Um yeah, just to start with, for, for people who don't know you, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Sure. I think most people who come regularly know me, but I'm Laurel Rackley. Um, I've been coming here to the church for, oh, I think about 20 years now. I'm married to Gordon. I've got four grown-up kids and I've got eight, great, uh, eight grandchildren. I used to be a teacher. I was a teacher on and off for 39 years, but I've been retired for four years now.
0: Yeah, cool. Yeah. Oh, no, that's great. Um, Thanks, Sorrel. And then, yeah, we're sort of just taking some time to reflect on the year on 2020. has been pretty crazy. Um, just wondering if you could just let us know how it's impacted you, and yeah, how have you encountered and grown with the Lord this year?
1: 2020's been a it's been a really strange year and a very difficult year for so many people. Mm-hmm. In our family we haven't really been impacted Um, other than my son-in-law losing his business. Mm. It hasn't really affected the rest of our family except for lockdown of course. Mm. Uh, It's affected me personally quite badly Mm. um, because I'm actually allergic to where I live and because of lockdown I was stuck in the house and my allergies went crazy Mm. which caused asthma and that has been ongoing since February and despite being been to many doctors including specialists and taking gallons and gallons, kilograms and kilograms of medication. Um, Nothing has worked. Lots of people prayed for me um, and still I didn't get better. Um, It was quite severe actually, quite severe at times. But about a month ago I was in a shop, a post office actually, and I saw this little plaque and it says, God has a reason for allowing things to happen. We may never understand his wisdom but we simply have to trust his will and it really spoke to me at the time. Um, So I actually bought it and I brought it home, put it on my window sill in my kitchen where I'd see it several times a day and read it and I didn't want to believe it at all. I don't believe for a minute that God made me sick but he allowed it to happen. I argued, I complained, I fought, I cried. And then eventually about, probably about two and a half weeks ago, I thought, okay, if this is God's will, he'll help me get through it. And guess what? Within a couple of days, things started improving.
0: Oh, wow.
1: So the little plaque's not just for me, but I think it's for everyone in this difficult, difficult year. Now, we can remember that God really is in control, even though things are very difficult.
0: Mm. Yeah, no, thanks, Sorrel. Thanks so much yeah for sharing that. That's such a great testimony. Um, yeah, so we're just kind of looking forward to Christmas. Do you, do you guys have any particular Christmas traditions that you celebrate?
1: Yes, we do, actually. Um, the first thing our family does is we actually go to Moreton Island. And we've been doing this for, I think, 25 years now. Uh, at various times, almost our entire home group uh, goes. Mm-hmm and we have grandparents, adult kids, and grandkids. I think there'll be about 20 people coming and going at different times this year. And it's just a wonderful time of relaxing, fellowship, surf, sun, and just enjoying each other's company. But in the middle of all the preparations for that, I decided to set up my nativity scene. Uh, Hopefully there'll be a picture appearing Uh, of that on your screen it's really really simple scene and I loved it because of its simplicity Mm -hmm. I bought it on one of our trips to Africa when we went over there with Watoto as I was setting it up I thought very carefully about the placement of the different figurines I put the baby Jesus front and centre because Christmas really is all about Jesus I put Mary and Joseph just behind him the angel just beside them because their job is to look after Jesus watch over him until he grows up to be a man Mm. I put the wise men on one side and I put the shepherds on the other and they were all facing towards the baby Jesus to draw our eyes towards him because he really is central in the whole Christmas thing Mm. Uh, even the oxen are facing towards Jesus And I picked up the little sheep last of all and I actually put it at the front beside the crib because the sheep was just one of the animals that was there in the barn but it also uh, represents the fact that Jesus was going to be the Lamb of God um, when he was an adult. Uh, The baby Jesus was going to become the sacrificial lamb who died for our sins. So just in this nativity scene, everything is pointing towards Jesus. Mm. And I think it's a real challenge for all of us to put Jesus central in our Christmas celebrations amidst all the busyness and everything else that happens at Christmas.
0: Mm yeah thanks Laurel that's that's great it's just such a great picture um yeah that photo will be on the Facebook post on the website so if you can't see it you can check it out there
1: yeah it's only Um, very small but I I hope it comes up well yeah Yeah. no that's
0: great um yeah so as we're talking about the Christmas stories is there a particular aspect of that story that you um really love and, and would like to share and yeah what is it about Jesus coming that gives you love joy peace or hope
1: The thing that really strikes me um, about Christmas is the absolute humility of Jesus' birth. Uh, He was the son of God. He was going to become the king of kings um, when he was an adult. But he was born in the most incredibly humble circumstances. Uh, He was uh, conceived illegitimately, which, which was a huge social disgrace at the time. And he was actually born in a stable. Uh, We tend to have a really sanitised version Mm. of what a stable is, Mm. but it wouldn't have been a nice place. There would have been cow manure, manure from all the other horses, uh, animals everywhere. Mm. It would have been smelly. There were rats. There Mm. probably would have been fleas and lice. Mm. It would have been warm because of all the animals and the body heat they were putting out, but it would have been smelly. Mm. And he didn't even have a bed. He was put in what we'd call an animal feed trough today. It wouldn't have been clean. It would have had animal slobber all over it. It would have been, had ha- uh, half-eaten hay mm. in it. Yet he was put in that. And I think this absolute humility of his birth mm. points us to the fact that he was going to be the servant king mm. um, when he was an adult, He wasn't going to be the great warrior king Mm. that the Jewish people were expecting. Mm. The other thing that really strikes me with Christmas is where Jesus was born. Not the stable, but the fact that he was born near Jerusalem. Mm. When I was teaching, I used to say to the kids, God isn't dumb. Mm. We all know that Jesus was born in Bethlehem and he grew up in Nazareth. And these two villages weren't very far outside Jerusalem. Mm. And at the time, Jerusalem was actually a major trading centre. Its modern equivalent would probably be something like London or New York or maybe Singapore. Mm. Trade routes, it was a very important trade centre. Trade routes used to come into it from the east, from as far away as China, Mm. India, Turkey, Iran and Iraq and those traders would come into Jerusalem and they'd meet traders who were going to go further west. They'd do their trading and then the other traders would go on to places like Greece, Italy, France, as far away as Great Britain. And these traders used to carry news and information. So by God ensuring that Jesus was born near Jerusalem, the news of his birth and then later on the news of his teaching and also his death and resurrection carried all the way mm. from China mm. right through mm. to Great Britain. Yeah. So God ensured that Jesus was born there in, Ju- in Jerusalem mm. for a direct purpose. Mm. So God isn't dumb. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, that's so good. Yeah. Uh, thanks so much for sharing, Laurel. Yeah, it's such an amazing yeah picture and so great just to get to celebrate it at christmas and and share it together. and yeah, I wonder if you could just pray for us briefly for today and just yeah, as we head into this season.
1: Sure, Tim, I'd love to do that. Thank you, Lord, for Christmas time. Mm. Thank you for this spark of hope in what's been such a difficult, difficult year mm. for so many people. Mm. And we ask at this time, that everyone can turn their eyes towards Jesus, towards his teaching, Mm. and that those teachings will give them a real hope Mm. in this difficult time. And on Christmas Day, we ask that Christians especially, Mm. and other people, turn their eyes to Jesus and make him their focus. Mm. Amen. Mm.
0: Thanks for joining us today. We'll see you back here tomorrow for another episode. If you'd like more information about Rivers Church, check out riverschurch.com.